Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to another episode of Conversation with Carol. I'm here with some great guests. These guys are the ones that make all the magic happen, and I would not be where I am today without them, especially during this pandemic. I want to introduce Anthony and Andrew Camel, the guys behind Young Wild Dream Team. And you guys, welcome. You guys are now on this side oh, of it instead of being man. on the other side yeah. of it. We're very honored. Thank you so much. No for problem. Us. No problem, man. It's definitely a switch. Yeah, this is very. Yeah, you guys are. A switch, man. But it's like just us talking. That's, That's all true. it is. That's true. And true. a lot of people don't know exactly what goes into everything that you do day in and day out. They always see the end product, and I always associate it to football. Everybody always sees the big play or the the interception, and just think, oh wow, and they just think about that. But there's so much work that goes in throughout the week to make that happen, just like what we've been doing and what you guys have been doing with your projects. There's a lot of planning that goes into this stuff. It isn't just something where you just post it on Instagram and that's it and everybody just thinks you just did it on spur of the moment. It's really might have been weeks, months before it's, people even see this stuff, but it's been all that work that you go through. Can you take me through the, the mental process that you guys have to do just to get to a certain point to have a good masterpiece or a picture, video, whatever it is. Yeah, so there's two sides. There's So I'll go to the video side because that's usually what I handle. Yeah. I Andrew go to the photo side. So you know, because I'm, I'm here with you <laughs> maybe 80% of my days. Yeah. So, um, you know, it usually begins with a call or, hey, uh, Anthony, somebody hit me up. They want to use you or a connection. And it goes from sitting with the client, see what they want. Mm -hmm. After that, it's, okay, you know, we want we want to do this. Um I usually start with like common questions, which is, okay, what is the final product for? What platform? You know, we start building the numbers, the quote, see if the majority of time people don't give us a budget. So we kind of build the numbers first and then mm -hmm. see if they can do it. We'll work with people, everybody. We've never been a type of people to like have a set price. Not everybody is in the same financial position. Everybody can do it. And I find it better if I can work with somebody that you know and grow and not have to charge them like an arm and a leg if yeah. they really can't do it mm -hmm. so we've always been like that so you know we'll plan give the numbers out build the team and then we'll send the estimate you know they'll say yes we can do it we can't do it they mm -hmm. can't like i said we'll work with them uh the majority of the time the products go through we go we film those days are very long depending on the project yeah. and you know that because I'll, I'll leave here in the morning come back at night and it's like okay i'm done working yeah. you know but that's what most people think oh i filmed and it's done mm. and then there's the post-production process oh, yeah. which probably takes a week or two yeah. uh the majority of the projects that i have are like less than a week yeah. so i have to like really go after it and you, know, you see me spend eight hours in the computer like, take a break man just get off go somewhere do so, something that's so that for me it's the hardest part is to post production but the more projects that i've done and the more that we've been able to do the more planning i do uh on the uh, on the pre-production the easier is for the post-production because if i plan if i have a storyboard if i have a mood board and i know what the final product structurally is going to look like mm -hmm. it's easier for me once a project is done to sit on the computer and just lay things out yeah because after that once i lay things out i edit i color send revisions if i get anything back make the changes send it back project is done mm -hmm. but that process in itself if you're not well prepared and you didn't plan for it it could take a it could take a long time and it can be extremely stressful. Yeah. Because even for me, I'm not gonna lie to you, some projects could be very overwhelming because they're bigger. Mm -hmm. Some are very easy and it'll take me a day. 
But I think that's the fun part because every project is different. Mm -hmm. that's, I, that, that's what I like about it. So on the video side, that's usually how we handle stuff. Then you can walk through the photos. No, but I mean, that's, that's good because I think a lot of people don't realize that, you know, we don't, I think there's a misconception that, oh, we just press buttons. Yeah. Or, you know, oh, like, you know, we run cables, we press buttons. But, you know, once people see, you know, the team, you know, we, we try to make it as families, as family orientated as possible. We want to show people that this is not a one man band or yeah. this is just me and Anthony. We have a lot of good people uh, that work with us. Uh, they're not just friends or family. They've been with us, you know, thick and skin. And they've really, you know, sometimes. Like you said, we don't have the budget. You know, these people come, they take the time, and they say, look, you know, we'll take a cut because we believe in you guys. Mm -hmm. So, you know, which, which is something we're very grateful for and uh, something that we're never going to be able to repay, that sacrifice, that commitment towards the vision. Mm -hmm. And uh, like he said, I mean, there's times where he spends hours, hours, hours in, uh, of editing, and I don't think people really get to see that. I mean that it's it's one thing to you know call your video guy and call your team up and say hey I need a video, mm -hmm. but I mean there's a lot there's a lot of logistics there's a lot of planning there's mood boards I mean you're it's it's a very a logistical beast yeah um, there's a oh, lot yeah. of planning that goes uh, to it I think once you've got to the point where you're a professional you know that it's just not it's not just picking up your camera and you know running gun and going to shoot mm -hmm. there's actually planning involved yeah. there's phone calls you got and make. we treat all our projects like a production yeah you know Each we'll have one. everything from a producer which we usually do and we also direct and then we'll have you know our grip we'll have our camera guys we'll have our dp so we try to treat every project as a production and keep the fundamentals to do things right mm -hmm. Um, and I think that's how we've been able to keep a structure. And like he said, a lot of the guys that work with us have been with us for a very long time. And they're very good at what, they're, at what they do. You've met a, a lot of the guys, very professional guys, the majority of young like us. So it's good to have people that believe in us are willing to come in and help. Yeah. You know, that's always been the hardest part, especially starting off. Yeah. Oh, you guys are too young. We don't know what you guys can do. Mm -hmm. Well, we don't know if we can trust you guys. And mm -hmm. that was the hardest thing but now that we've been able to put a team together that we trust things have gotten a little bit easier i've seen that i mean yeah and i want to go back to that too you were talking about starting off and how difficult it was can you guys take me back to when you guys actually got an interest in film pictures editing all these things that you talk about there's a lot of people that don't know all this stuff they just think let me just get my camera phone yeah film a video, yeah, let me put it on Instagram, right, right. and that's yeah. it. So I just so, want to hear that from you guys. It's, it's interesting because, I mean, it's it's a little bit of an emotional topic. I mean, we've, I mean we're only 21 for people who don't know. Mm -hmm. So we're very young yeah. compared to a lot of people who've been doing this for a long time. And I think we've, not lucky because we've worked hard for what we have. So we, we're grateful. We, we've been blessed mm -hmm. uh, throughout this journey. But we started really young. Uh, 12 years old, we were volunteering at, a church and we pretty much said okay look you know we saw they had a media team you know we started off and we we found a passion in that we really liked you know creating memories we loved capturing memories we loved capturing things that maybe people may not remember mm -hmm. and you know watching smiles on people's faces watching you know the visions that they have and watching them okay crap like I have this in front of me yeah. and it, it's something really it's very satisfying to see people happy and seeing them, you know, replay those memories that they find, you know, like they're gonna last a, a lifetime. You know, mm -hmm. whether that's a wedding or whether that's, you know, the rebranding of, of of their first company or, you know, whatever it may be. 
But we started this 12 years old. Um, pictures, you were doing broadcast at the time. Yeah. And we said, look, we're going to commit to this. This is the only thing that we, we're really interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, so we said, okay, let's, let's see what we can do. We would take three or four buses just to go to Miami Beach every time, whether that was on the weekends, the summertime. Um, if we didn't have school that day, we would go to Miami Beach. We would walk, you know, all of the, you know, Lincoln Road, Ocean Drive, and just take pictures. We would take our friends, make it as much as a group as we could, and just push out content. And it wasn't so much about the content. It was just more on the experience, learning how to use the cameras, um, photographing the city. And we did that for, like, two or three years. And it got to the point where people, you know, were, oh, are you, are you guys the same kids that, you know, are always walking in front of restaurants? Yeah, that's or, <laughs> and we would get a lot of DMs like that. And, yeah. you know, all right. And that kicked off for a bit. And people were calling us. And we started doing videos, you know, car videos, model videos, doing a lot of photo shoots. That's how much it, how, that's pretty much how it started. It was actually it's really pretty much how the majority of people start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As you yeah. know, it's, it's model shoots, cars, yeah. whatever you can find social media wise. Yeah. And, um, very, very, I think we did like two years of that. Finally, we were able to come up with the money to register the company, which yeah. is very big for us. At what, what age did we? 14, 15 years old. <laughs> we registered the LLC of the company. You had your life more in order than yeah. I did. So we did that. And for us, it was more about making it legit. Yeah. So we could find a way to pick up gigs that people were yet not comfortable giving us because that was the hard thing, like I said before. People wouldn't trust us because we were just too young, mm-hmm. you know, and it got to the point where we started hitting up for concerts and people were like, we'll talk to us on the phone and we'll show up and be like, wait, you guys are not 21 and we can't get you in. And, it, 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 you know, there was a several, uh, we had this maturity to us and this mm-hmm. responsibility and the way that we carry ourselves that people didn't understand how young we were. Yeah. And that on itself was, it hindered us a bit because there's a lot of stuff that we just couldn't do. Yeah. And... Um, thank God that a lot of people came in and gave us opportunities and, you know, the budgets grew and we started doing more things. Um, so like you said, we were volunteering at the church. Eventually, uh, it became like a nine to five type thing. And it got to a point where my craving and my, like my passion for this grew too big Mm -hmm. for me to be into a nine to five. I needed to get out. I needed to, like, it got to a point where, I felt like I wasn't growing anymore, and I was just like, I just flatlined. I was just on a straight path, doing the same thing. It was busy work, and that was hurting me because mm-hmm. I was getting frustrated, and I was learning to hate the thing that I loved the most. Yeah, and that sucked because it made me feel bad, and I felt like I'm stuck. Mm-hmm. And that my mind was just, I creatively couldn't think anymore. Like it, it was like like I had to hit a brick wall, and I ran into the 100 miles per hour, fell back, and couldn't get back up. Mm-hmm. So one day I said, I can't, I can't do this no more. I yeah. quit. I had a pure anger and frustration. I just quit. Yeah. I remember we had this conversation, and, he, and I told him, I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. I don't know how I'm going to do the month to month, but we're going to do it. That's yeah. all I know. We're going to do it. And that's what I, that's what I told myself. We're going to do it. Mm-hmm. I remember just kept, we just kept going. We just kept grinding. We kept working really hard. Um, and then we met you. <laughs> And everything just aligned itself. And I always and I always tell you I'm extremely grateful and I always no tell problem, him as man. well. No problem, man. We would not be where we are right now if we would have met you. Yeah, 
Nice. Like the amount, like the amount of work that we have right now, the stuff that we are doing is because of you. Like you have opened, so many doors. You have opened like That's very dope. close to what the gate of of heaven probably looks like. <laughs> yeah. Like we have so much work and so much opportunity, and we've learned so much and done things that we have never been able to do before because you allowed us and gave us the opportunity to do it. But that was another thing too. Like growing up, we 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 were always in this. Maybe not. Maybe not. Like you know consciously but subconsciously i think we were always looking for a mentor uh -huh. someone that can just we weren't looking we we're looking for very, very long term uh -huh. we were looking for someone just to, oh you know just do this for me and like that's it and i'll pay you guys and quick transaction we were looking for something long term yeah and i remember when we got the phone call and we showed up and i think you know as the days were going by you know i had a conversation with Anthony. i'm like look i think nolan is like that mentor we were like secretly like looking yeah. for that's yeah cool. and you know, as we got to know you, it, it was clear to us that this is someone that we can learn learn, learn from. Uh -huh. And I, you know, I told Andy, like, we, we have to fight for this relationship to work nice because stuff. we need to learn what he knows. And not, not in a selfish way, because, mm -hmm. I mean, we consider you very successful. We consider you a mentor. So we, we, we talked about it and we said, okay, we need to learn as much as we can uh, from him and whatever he needs will like will be there oh, yeah, we'll be there so appreciate that, that man we always put an emphasis on that and for us it's, it's not about quick relationships we, i love the long term mm -hmm. you know it's obviously it's not easy you gotta pay bills but at the same time i'm not gonna miss an opportunity because of money i'm not gonna miss and we're not gonna miss an opportunity because of money you know every every handshake you know if, if you choose to show up and a lot of people you know they they, they hesitate and we we had this determination this is something we have we have no plan b a plan b for us was saying okay we don't believe in this yeah 100 so we need so it, we yeah. eliminated plan b yeah. we said this is the only thing that that matters the only thing that's going to work it doesn't matter if our mom doesn't like it if our grandparent doesn't like it we have to do this yeah. and i'd rather you know fight with them in the short term than me hate them for the rest of my life yeah. for making me do something i don't want to do yeah. so we said we're going to attack this full on we're, we'll we'll budget we'll strategize we'll make whatever plan necessary but this is going to work yeah and it's crazy because you know going back a little bit so people understand where me and you come from we weren't always like this yeah i had i, I was growing up i was very angry i held a lot of resentment towards my mom a lot of anger for the reason that when we were younger uh our parents moved us to a different country mm -hmm. for four years uh, we went to costa rica for four years so it was a business trip with my mom and my stepdad and at that time we were too young to understand what was going on so for us it was like why are we doing this move and we didn't understand and you know it turns out that our dad went to prison and he didn't you know he didn't make the best decisions back then because mm -hmm. he is doing extremely good right now mm -hmm. and he, you know, we, we left and, you know, I see here my, my dad here and then before we left and then, you know, we moved and every time we come down here for the summer to your grandparents, we wouldn't see him. Like, we're, we're, like, where is he, you know? And we wouldn't see him. Things rocky. People wouldn't really tell us what was going on. So we, it, it almost felt like it was me and Andrew against everybody. Yeah. Because we were always trying to, we, we had an idea and speculations of what was going on. Mm -hmm. Eventually when we got back here, and you know the truth was told to us it was extremely upsetting because yeah. i was already upset of why am i in a, in a different country without my family like, why are we here yeah. and i just couldn't understand that once we got here that just built up even more mm -hmm. and you know as we went through middle school and high school i just like my my aggression and my, and my frustration just grew stronger 
to, like, it got to a point, and I hate to say this, at one point, I had so much hate towards my mom, and that hurt because, like, I love my mom right now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, I, I can't believe that I I felt like that towards my mom. Yeah. And, you know, to the, got so bad where I got kicked out of my house, you know, I had a, I had a, I had a fight with my stamp that got gave me the boot, I had to go. I didn't know what I was going to do at that point. I was still in high school. I had no clue what I was going to do. Uh, you know, hopefully at that time, that was already out. That was like, you know, come, you know, our grandparents said we could come stay. Went in there. The, but I knew that I had to change because at one point I realized that I was becoming the person that people didn't want to be around because I was always angry. Yeah. And I was always like on edge and I just, I was not easy to deal with. Yeah. And that hurt me because I was pushing all my friends away from me. People that I grew up with, relationships that I had for a long time, that my friends that were with me since the day I came into this country. And that really did hurt because I was like, damn, I'm losing everybody. Mm-hmm. I had nobody to f- fall back on. And it got so bad it bled into our relationship, we started fighting like crazy. And we, at one point, were not getting along. We just stopped. The company stopped for a while. We were not working together. Jeez. We were not yeah. doing anything. Like we, It was just bad times and just it, everything was just a wreck it was it was very it was very frustrating because you know trying to grow the company you know we didn't we weren't a fan of of high school i mean we were getting phone calls to go and travel to go take pictures to go and work we couldn't we were stuck you know we were fighting a lot with her, with our mom fighting a lot with her dad and things were just in a very very like not good place very unhealthy mm-hmm. and we knew that okay well you know part of it obviously the frustration but we needed to change so we so we just worked on on ourselves. We surrounded ourselves with better people. Surrounded ourselves with people that we wanted to be like. Uh, we audited our social circle social circle a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, removed the bad. You know, kept the good. And you know, it it it, w- it was hard because when you want to change and then you have all these your old friends, it's hard because there there's. Believe it or not, the influence is still there. Yeah. And you have all this history with your friends, but it's like, but I want to change so bad. So yeah. what do we do? And no, we, we made the decision together. And I'm lucky. And I, I, I fight with him all the time. But I tell him at the end of the day, if it wasn't for me having him, if it wasn't for him being in my life as a brother, and yeah. I consider him a brother, a friend, and my business partner, I don't think we would have any of this because, oh. you know, we kind of complement each other with all the skills yeah. we have. You know, he's more of the street guy and more of the nerdy <laughs> guy, so yeah. he's helped me a lot with culture culture, and, you know, everything That's else. Because I'm still kind of like, you know, creeping my We're way into everything else. We're getting you there. We're so, trying to get you there. Yeah, yeah, so, but little by little, you know. But it's good, though, because our strong grew stronger during the years, and yeah. everybody as close to us can tell you we were always fighting like mm-hmm. crazy and don't get me wrong we're brothers and we're closer than ever before we still fight it happens mm-hmm. but it's it's almost gotten to the point where like yeah we'll fight and in a couple of hours we're like yo we're good yeah. like whatever like, this is dumb we can't be fighting about this crap anymore my own brother yeah, yeah. I, I definitely but seeing it's funny because every single time I, I introduce you guys to somebody else I always have to mention these guys are 21 and everybody will look at me like wait what They'll look at the work, they'll look at the videos, they'll see all these things, and they cannot comprehend that you guys are so young and know so much. And I really attribute that to you guys changing your circle. And it happened when I was playing football, it was the same thing. I had to remove people from my life that were not adding value to it. If they were just always stuck in the same rut, always doing the same thing, I always had to ask myself the question, how is that gonna benefit me down the road? Am I just gonna get a benefit for a night? Am I gonna get a benefit for a week? 
what is my end goal and what do I want to do? And you guys see it so clearly. And it's, to me, it's, it's great to see that in you guys because not everybody can do that. Not everybody can see out into the future and know what they want to do and then take the necessary steps to do that. And so I, I definitely commend you guys with that. I also want to get into your favorite, basically your favorite projects that you've done. Each one of you, both of you guys, yeah, you've done probably over probably a thousand projects. We probably projects. have the same answer for this one. Do you? I, I think so, yeah. I, I'm, I'm guessing, I have it in my mind, <sighs> logic. That was one of our, that, oh, okay, so. Kanye. Yeah, yeah, it's ultra, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there it is. It was, so was close. But, but you know what's funny that, you know, logic, um, Kanye, we had made a list and I think it was a 2019. Yeah, this was a year that we were that we were just fed up, and we're like, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna. This is after I, I quit my nine to five, and uh -huh. I was like, yeah, we're gonna chase whatever we want this year, and we're gonna make everything happen. We made and a I, physical list. And it's crazy because this actually goes back to 2014. We were just big. So before I started film, a lot of people didn't know I was very much into music. Yeah. I loved the music industry. I I was producing uh, electronic music. I was in the, in the, in the EDM community. Mm -hmm. I love that stuff. And one of the biggest things for us was like, yo, we want to shoot ultra. That was the biggest thing for us. Mm -hmm. We would go, knowing that we probably were not going to get in, we would go from 7 a.m. in the morning, that loadout begin all the way to the last May event. In 2014? For three days. We did yeah. that for four straight we, years. We did that for all the years. And we would go, we would Dang. meet people. And every year we got closer. Yeah. Somebody would try That's to good. get us in. Or somebody would hit us up, be like, hey, I could probably get you in. So we just stood there. And what people don't understand is that our birthday is March 29th. So we would spend our birthday just sitting there. Because wow. we wanted that so bad. Yeah. And I remember 2018. Was it 2018? Yeah, it was 2018. We found out that so there's this big crew that is called Final Kid, and Final Kid has been filming the Ultra After movies, like all the Ultra After movies since '98. Since Ultra was in South Beach, 1998. This is the guy with the cameras. You're yeah, it's about? Uh, Charlie. Yeah, okay. So Charlie was hosting. Char Charlie and Final Kid were hosting this gallery event at Red, and uh, Red is this like this uh, digital cinema, these digital cinema cameras, right? These professional digital cinema cameras, and they're holding this event in Wynwood. So we're like, okay, let's go. Let's mm -hmm. see if we can meet him. And at that time, he had this internship. So we went, tried to meet him in person, told him. Uh, I, we found out about the internship there. Yeah. So I told, you know, he was like, he, I remember because when we walked up to him, he's like, oh, you guys remind me of the Martinez twins. And yeah. it, the, uh, so these two, like, I think they're like music producers in like the Hispanic community. Uh -huh. um, and they're like, I, I didn't know who they were at that time. So I don't think I'll look them up after. Uh -huh. I just laughed. <laughs> And um, he was like, yo, look, I have this internship program that you guys should sign up for. Signed up for it, never heard anything back. Uh, three weeks before Ultra 2019. No, no, no. Same week. Same week that Ultra was going on, mm -hmm. I'm driving home from work, and I, yes. get a, I get a phone call. I look at it, I'm like, okay, I don't know this number. I'm not picking up. It's probably some spam. Mm -hmm. They get a text on WhatsApp. Like, that's weird. So I'm reading the message I'm driving, which, by the way, I don't do that. I don't text and drive. It was just, we were so close to Ultra, we were just desperate. Yeah. And I get the message, and I'm like, okay, this is Charlie. And he's like, hey, look, uh, hey, what's up, man? I hope you still remember me. Yeah, this is Charlie from, uh, from last year uh, from oh, Ultra. Sorry. I'm like, wait. 
hold on a minute. I parked my car. I called him. And he goes, hey, you know, I would like to have you and your brother come and, you know, tag along. And we were thinking that we're going to probably just go and help out, like, pre-production. And they probably won't let us in the mini event. We helped them out with everything. I mean, we we shot. We assisted. I mean, we it was so much fun. I've yeah. never... It's it's interesting because anybody who works production or photography or video, you know that the hardest thing to do is shooting people. Some people don't want to be in front of the camera. Some people are just too camera shy or too mm. awkward. Everybody in Ultra wanted to be in front of the camera. It was just every, it was everybody fun. loved the team so much, and they they knew that 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 was the team for the after movie. So everybody wanted to be in the after movie. Mm. People were coming like you know grab the photographer. Hey, can you you know take a picture of me or take a video or can you you know get a shot? For us, that was amazing because. The place that we worked at before, people didn't want to be on camera. Yeah. It's not because we liked photographing and capturing moments, and that involves people. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it was interesting having like thousands of people there. The pyro, the lights, the LEDs, the lasers. And that's just that is it's insane. like the fact that we got to see David Guetta, like the like the OGs from the EDM community, just in front of you, like less than 10 feet away. And I, I still get goosebumps. Like you're sitting there, you're ready to roll the shot. And there's this fireworks going up, fire going up, and everybody's just fire. jumping. And you see like everybody's just, there's not one person jumping. Yeah. Everybody's just jumping. And the like the atmosphere comes that consumes you yeah. to the point where it's almost not work. And we yeah. did the ultra where they moved it to um Biscayne, no uh virginia key to virginia, virginia. key mm -hmm. and everybody's like you know like yeah that whole move was like a it was a mess it was long it was long days but we were there all three days we made those crazy drives down there like paid those 200 ubers to get out of the island sure. it was insane but we did we did all of it. like that experience was amazing like, we got to play with like the best camera and the crazy thing too is that when like you know, you watch her in things and you're like, oh, I wonder how they made this. Or like, we just got to see the workflow. Yeah. Which was, for me, like, super cool because we got to learn a lot. Like, in my head, I'm like, damn, these guys are filming with probably this camera, these lenses, and they're doing all of this. And the creativity that these guys have and the way that they're directed and just the way that their workflow works mm -hmm. was insane. They it, had, like, seven guys shooting at the same time. Us, you know what? And I think it pushed us, like... It's something we were not used to. Every person that had a camera in their hand was either dancing, like you know, like beating their head to music. Yeah, Everybody knew insane. that we're here to work. There's a, there's a job that has to be done, but we're gonna have fun. I don't remember if there's I don't remember if there was any instance where there was not anyone with a camera bumping their head. Everybody yeah. was dancing to music. All the camera guys. And you're so guys. close to like the speakers mm -hmm. yeah. that your heart, like you have these earmuffs in. And your heart's like vibrating Still. really yeah. hard. Wow. And then when the fire, like the pyros go up, it is so hot that your face like turns away. Is that insane? And you guys are still focused enough. Yeah. yeah. And wow. you, and you it was learn, just fun. You learn how to direct people because you, you would go up to these people and you kind of, it's, it's interesting because as a creative, I love involving either the client or the subject that I'm shooting. I like to involve them as much as I can in the creative process. The mm -hmm. fact that we were able to do that with every person that was in front of our lens, in front of those cameras, was amazing. I mean, we we had, what, movies with red, and we were jumping into the crowd, and there's, like, thousands of people jumping you, like, pulling your shirt, and you're getting that shot. Mm -hmm. You know, the yeah. commitment, the passion, it was there. So, I, and we, we had made a list, you know. So, yeah, Ultra was fun, but the first thing we had on the list was Ultra. We had a physical list. Mm -hmm. Then it was like, oh, we want to shoot Logic. We yeah, want to shoot was, Kanye. We're massive Logic, man. That was a must. We were getting phone calls. Like, hey, like, do you guys want to shoot Logic? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, all right, check. That, yeah. And that was that same check. day. That was that same day. We were home, bored, uh-huh. got the car, got ready, dipped. Like, funny we just headed out. Aligns, yeah, and it was so funny because I remember that we went to go shoot, and then <clears throat> we were only allowed to shoot, like, the first... 30 minutes or something like that and then the rest of the time I'm like oh you guys can go put your cameras in your car and just come back and you can say the whole concert yeah, I was like concert. 100% we're yeah, we'll, doing we'll that do it. We'll do it. you know and then after that we got a call from one of our buddies that they were hosting this like uh, like this Christian event mm-hmm. at uh, in Arizona mm-hmm. and they're like oh we need somebody to direct and DP the whole co- like that whole conference mm-hmm. so it was at the uh, what stadium was it the Sun uh, Devil Stadium the Sun yeah, Devil yeah. Stadium yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, 100%, I want to do it. Because I, like, you know, got to DP, got to direct it. So, we, in a sense, we got to run a national conference at a stadium. Yeah. Nice. And we we were, we had just turned 20 that year. We didn't even <laughs> 21 yet. Yeah. So, in my head, I'm like, oh, man, I really want to do this because I want to test my ability. I want to see how much can I, I've never had that much work. Mm-hmm. But, in, and you're not even home. You're somewhere else that mm-hmm. you've never been to before. Yeah. So, in my head, I'm like, Okay, I, like, I can do this. I want to do it. And I told Andrew, we need to do this because th- this is going to put us, just going to elevate our skill set and it's going to help us see, okay, how much can we really handle? Like, mm-hmm. let's put us to the test. And, you know, we did really good. Everybody was extremely happy. You led a big team of volunteers, about 10, 20 yeah, people. I led, really I led a group of like 10 guys, 10 shooters, you know. And it was just the experience of putting the budgets together and mm-hmm. then obviously shooting the, 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 the Kanye part was fun him yeah. with with the, with the sunday service yeah. that was insane man like <laughs> it's just so like <laughs> so much fun so much people showed up to that uh-huh. and just you see like him there and it, it, it's just crazy because it was something that i had told myself like if we get to like i had made peace with myself i'm like i'm gonna let the guys shoot it because they're very excited mm-hmm. i'm like I think that I'm happy enough that the fact that I get to lead the team, go let them have fun. And the fact that we even still had the opportunity to still go and shoot, grab the camera for a little bit and shoot it. Oh man, that was insane. Yeah, yeah. And it was, and it was, you know, it was cold and there was a lot of people there yeah. and Arizona is just really nice. Mm-hmm. Like I think that was our second time there. Arizona was just amazing. So that was the third project. So I think it goes ultra logic, Kanye in Arizona and then everything after that is just everything we're doing right now with yeah, y'all it was, just, it was just extra stuff well yeah. I just see how far you guys are coming I remember when I first met you with, like, we don't oh, even dude, know how we met that, each other we don't and I, I remember that day uh, it was for your store for Duke it was for when your store for Duke, Duke and we got hit, hit up to, do, to shoot the opening uh-huh. and I remember that before the opening we had set up to do like these interviews right that we're going to be put out for press and I remember that we recorded this two hour long interview and then I go in for all the footage and all the audio stuff was corrupted like mm-hmm. nothing was bad. I, I remember, that. I remember that. I'm like yo how am I gonna walk up to him and tell him that we have to redo all of this because something got corrupted I'm, 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 I don't even know you're gonna understand what I we're wouldn't, but I wasn't I know no thank god you were cool yeah. about it because I remember I'm like hey look man like you know the files got corrupted I can't I access like, that. Let's just do it again. Like, we'll do it again. And I was like, oh, man. I, was I remember like, from that like whole weekend, It's there's a lot going on. But there was one picture that let me know you guys were, like you had the potential. And it was the first picture of Dude. Like, I think you were across the street in the, in the middle of the road or something, and you took a picture of the storefront. And when I saw that picture, I was like, 
Oh, these guys are good. And I, what, I can't remember what we did after that. Maybe Fashion Week, I think. Yeah, you took all. Oh, we that did Fashion was Week. Trip. And then that was like the that next was... level where I, I said, these, there's something yes. to these guys where they love what they do. That was insane because we've never gone to New York. It was, I remember this, it was a Wednesday. We were shooting a model. And I think yeah. I was tired. I was ready to go home. And we get a text message from you. You put us in a group chat yeah. message and you say, hey, can you guys go to New York for fashion week? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You yeah, but can you guys get on a plane like today or tomorrow? I said, wait, what? Like this week we kind of like, yeah. yeah, this week. Yeah. Tomorrow we, we said, rushed home, packed our bags, and, and we were on dipped, a plane to New York. And we York. dipped. But it was the funnest was that, so, that trip yeah, was, was so because we've fun. like it's like, yeah, like okay, like we I did I was able to do, I've been to Taiwan to film, I've been to Africa, I went to Ethiopia, I went to Myanmar, uh, you went to Italy. So we got to do a couple of things, mm-hmm. but we never got to travel to states like that. Yeah. And yeah. New York is like, everybody wants to go to New York. Yeah. Well, we've never been to New York, so it's like, <laughs> bro, we ain't passing this up, let's go. Pack this, packed all our stuff so and just dipped. Yeah. But that trip was fun. I mean, like, I like fashion. Uh-huh. But I've never been around that much stuff, and yeah. I was just like, oh, man. A little different. It was yeah, a little different. Yeah. Walked yeah. in there, I was like, I was like, okay, this is how this is. But then you see stuff that you like, you know, you kind of go home. I went back to the hotel, started looking things up. I'm like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, damn. No, and I, re- I remember, I remember because you were, you, you were wearing these, uh, this YSL shirt. You had uh, then you had the, like you had these crazy outfits for, like that whole time with that. You had these, and it was the shoes. There was these shoes that I was just like, "Yo, what shoes are those?" And I I was looking things up, and I was like, "Yo, there's no way these shoes are mad expensive, bro." Like, hold up. I went asking him like, "Yo, what shoes are you?" You told me the name. You know, you you told okay, yeah, these are um, no brain fart. What they have the names? The uh, no, 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 the with the G. The, the backwards, the, the G's or the C's, where are they? The, yeah, the G's. The, oh, uh, no, it's no Chanel's. The Chanel yeah, shoes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, man. And I just remember you had, Chanel like, King. you had all these crazy Chanel's for all three days, and I was just like, yo, these are cool. And I remember asking you, like, what are the name of Chanel? I went to look at it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, there's no yeah, way, that bro. Was, that was definitely, I, But I even think. right now, though, I see you wear some Chanel's. I'm like, bro, where are these coming from, bro? <laughs> these are dope. Like, the, the black ones that I'm always telling my daughters oh, yeah. are nice with, with, like, that sway in the bottom. But you see, I don't wear my, like, I you, leave you, here which I, flip-flops. Which, which I don't understand because you have so much. Bro, I will go out to eat. I will wear, like, slippers or I don't Nike think people shoes. Don't under, I, don't, I don't think people understand how much heat, like, kick heat you have. There's a lot of smoke coming out of that closet, man. Because you have a lot of, like, good clothes, but I, your, your kicks, man, like, to walk on waters, bro. Dude, I didn't know you had those, But this bro. is what I like about you guys. <laughs> when know. we were at Fashion Week, this is how I knew you guys were... I mean, I can't... My mom won't let me. She won't. But you guys were the... <laughs> I, re- I remember. <laughs> when you would take... Like, you, you were always talking about taking pictures in people's elements, just naturally. It wasn't stage, set up. None of my pictures... You guys know me. Anytime we do anytime yeah, you photo shoot or anything, stage. I don't want to... How does this look? How does that look? I don't yeah, want any of that stuff. Yeah. I just want it in a natural element, yeah. how I am in that moment. And I can always recall what is going on around me when it's happening. And you guys, shoot, almost the last, what, the last eight magazines that have come out? International, not just not just United States, international magazines. You guys are capturing the moments that other people see and it, it captivates them. But that was, first it was Dube, then it was Fashion Week, and then it was... Each time we did projects, it's like one got better after the other, after the other. And now we're 
Actually, we're doing this stuff you now. We're doing we're this. Doing this. Exactly. Like, this is a production. This, we haven't even gotten into the other projects that we have. And that stuff in itself, you guys, you mentioned you're very, you want to do cinema. You guys want to be producers. You want to do those things where you're off, kind of just like directing. Yeah. And we, well, you guys have been helping me with that, with yeah. the vlogs that we've been doing, which is not just any type of vlogs. These are like mini series. Yeah, they're like doc. Yeah, when people see them, that's definitely going to be like a, because that stuff that I was like, okay, like, how can we film these? Yeah. Keep that documentary style, but True. make it look like somebody's watching a movie, yeah. like relive that experience. Because here's the thing, all I had was the written version, and mm -hmm. it was like, oh, we need to make this into a visual version for yeah. people to watch. Yeah. And people now want to, some people are not going to read stuff, some people are going to rather watch it. Mm -hmm. And I think it's that exclusivity, because it goes more into detail, and it's something that somebody can watch. It's going to be even crazy, because I remember when we got the call to do this. This started as a, I want to start a podcast. And it went from like, oh, we can set it up in the room over there, you know, and th this was like intra-COVID. This is, COVID is hitting the United States and the whole world, and yeah. we're, everybody's at home. Yeah. And I remember I was, it was Christmas time. I was so bored. I was up in Orlando at my parents' house. And I was just looking to the year. I'm like, from January to December, I have no work. Like, I'm going to just, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to probably have to go work. I, there, I, there was nothing. I, like, I was, I was going down because I was like, Oh man, like I've never gone through this, so I'm mm -hmm. like, what am I gonna do? Like I have no work. Mm -hmm. When you called me, we started planning, doing the calls. At one point, you're like, Boy, just come over here. Let's just just come over here. Yeah. We'll go work. So I was a weekend and off, like coming here, shooting a couple stuff, pictures, trying to figure out what we could do. Mm -hmm. Then the conversation grew. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, we okay, we're gonna have to make this happen. Yeah. You know, call one of my buddies, Gucci. I was like, okay, Gucci, I need a I need an insulator room. Yeah. Okay. He came in here, yeah. did his thing, got that done. Okay, we need to, we need to set up the room, decorations, hit up IKEA, and just Sorry, after no. after like, dude, after like forty different ideas that we had, finally settled on one. Mm -hmm. Got the branding done, which I think a lot of people don't realize. Yeah, talk about that. A yeah. lot of people don't realize that. Because you, you guys created. You have an identity. This, like, this show has an identity. Mm -hmm. Like when people think of the podcast, they know what the logo looks like. They mm -hmm. know the face behind the podcast. The they colors. know the colors. Like everything has been catered and built around the branding, mm -hmm. which is very important. I see a lot of people building podcasts with no branding and there's no room, there's no logo. It's mm -hmm. just like two people talking. Yeah. And I remember for you it was the conversation, which is why we set it up like this. Yeah. So it was face to face, we're having a conversation mm -hmm. and it's just one on one. Yeah. That's that's the look that we were going for, the feel. The same was cameras yeah. and lights. Yeah. And down in the zone was like, Okay, man, because we were reaching, it was, we, we had it good, but it got to a point where like, okay, we, this is, it can be better. It like, can be better. That's we started critiquing and ourselves. It, exactly, and it was from audio, and it was like, okay, like, we needed mics, but we needed to be efficient. Like, mm -hmm. a lot of people, traditionally, when you think of a podcast, you think of these big mics, mm -hmm. something that you did not want. Yeah. So, I had to figure out a way to get mics that you were going to be comfortable with but that the audio was going to be good enough for people to hear on their cars to hear on all the the like spotify mm -hmm. itunes like the audio needed to be good mm -hmm. exactly yeah. so we got these wire lavaliers you know they needed no batteries run into a mixer you know less interference just not much that you know we wouldn't have to think about oh the batteries run out oh crap we're screwed because yeah. we just lost all the footage yeah. you know like so it was just running smart 
you know, having the guys to help me, you know, press record, the cameras had recorded limits. That was another thing. I'm like, dude, whatever we record more than an hour. Okay, so we need to do that. And then the next thing was, okay, how are we going to piece these together? Mm -hmm. Like the intros. Yeah. How, how are we going to open up? Because like, like the hardest thing for me when you told me, I don't want to do what everybody else is doing. Yeah. And, in my, and in my head, I was like, I okay. challenged you. I challenged In my, my head, I was like, okay, erase everything because that's what I was using as a base. Yeah. I was like, okay, crap, starting from zero. <laughs> and I was like, okay. But it helped because we, could, we have something that people don't have. Yeah. We have... For me, that I call this a professional show. Mm -hmm. We have intro. We have, like I said, branding. We got good quality, both audio and visually. Yeah, and it's well put together. It has an identity, it has a DNA, and then obviously you're behind it. And we have, you know, Matt mm -hmm. that's helping to launch these things out. Yeah, and the planning. What people understand, this didn't happen from. We planned this thing for six months i think is we started april yeah. yeah we we planned for about six months before went from yeah. zero to okay 40 percent back to zero yeah. and then straight to yeah, like yeah. okay let's finish this room let's because it got to a point where it's like okay, this is taking too long we need to we need to settle on an idea we need to go with it because mm -hmm. i remember once we were getting close we were getting close to like yeah. september i was like okay no no we need it we need to get this done fast yeah and then we did it um, and to be honest with you, like, I'm extremely happy with everything. From where it was, like, how I came here and I set up and I was thinking, oh, this is, like, this is cool. You saw it. I don't even want to show the pictures compared to what I built to what you guys built. Oh, my goodness. It's crazy because everybody that records in here and they, once that door closes and everything just. You don't hear nothing. Everything goes out. People are like, oh, what just happened? Like, yeah. The door's closed. But I think it's that's cool that we have, like, the helmets and the footballs and, like, the cleats and. Like, oh, it, yeah. it, it's a character. Like, these are different personalities, like, of who you are. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, each item in here, it's like, there's history here, you know? You yeah. can pick and choose, and you can tell me a memory off of every item that's in this room. Yeah. It's very personal. I think people don't understand that the environment matters when you're recording someone, you're, you're building uh, a story, or you're building a show off of someone. You can have all these things in here, and this is not something we built in a week. Yeah, <laughs> it, no, took it just took months. Now, for you guys... I, I've always kind of spoke on it. You guys want to be directors. You want to yeah, do the cinematic the stuff. How do you guys plan to do that? And I just don't say just, well, we just got to keep doing projects. What do you see for yourselves in the next five years? I know it's a cliche question. It's always no, up. It's, but, but it's a, it's no, a, but it's a, it's a, a conversation that we yeah. have a lot. Yeah, yeah, so no. I think the, the, at that point, I think you have to be very realistic. There's mm -hmm. a lot of budget. There's a lot of money that's to get involved. I think something that Anthony and I have done not an amazing job at, but something pretty okay or decent is saving mm -hmm. money. You know, every check that comes in or every invoice, you know, that we send out, 10% of that invoice gets put into a different account. Mm -hmm. And it saves us much money because, you know, you got taxes, you have gear. You There's a lot of things, yeah. a lot of components. And we, always, and we always focus on paying those that help us mm -hmm. and yeah, me and him have always. not taken a paycheck from any of the stuff that yeah, we've done I in like four years. years every time there's a job I'm like you guys Nothing. you gotta at least reward yeah. yourself and some but yeah. your mentality is we'll get it later on yeah like you're yeah. always thinking let's yeah. let's help yeah. the people we need yeah. to help and like, we'll get ours after do, like make the sacrifice now especially with all the stuff like you know stuff we're doing yo the stuff that we would do with you these are things that are big and that there's a lot of people that don't know where this is going yeah. and 
when it gets to where it's going, it's when everybody's going to reap what they've sowed. Yeah. So that's why for us, we're not so focused on, like, the. I've always noticed that people that want the stuff now are going to be complaining later because they, they're, yeah. they're not going to have anything because they're, they're thinking about now. What you, like, what you really, like, for me, it's, okay, what's necessity? Food, paying the bills, and paying the stuff that we need to keep working. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. I, I'm not going out spending money on clothes, which, trust me, I, I wish I could, or shoes, which I wish I could as well. Yeah. But I'm, I know that when the time comes, I'm gonna be able to do all that, and I'm yeah, gonna get a game. And, 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 like, and me and you talk about. Let me reward you at least, Doug. You don't want to do it. Oh, man, I, I just remember, bro. You, be you. Yeah, I, I <laughs> tried taking a suit supply one time. Wow. <laughs> when, when you took me to the YSL store, I'm like, bro, no. Like you walked in. It's there reward, and I was, man, for that long, man. just for that duration of just keeping it together. Because there's a lot of things that, because you were involved in church, so you were always, you were there all the time, yeah. and. You were just doing everything by yourself, and I always see. I'm just like, yo, I, I don't know any of the stuff that you're doing. I'm not gonna sit down here and on the computer and try and mess anything up. And then you got to do extra work. Yeah. So I saw that, and I was just like, yo, reward yourself, do something. Yeah. Because I remember when you said, oh, we got to pay everybody else. It was one project that you guys did. You said I have to pay everybody else, and I'm only getting like a hundred bucks. So I'm just like, yeah, a big job like that, and you're only getting a hundred dollars. Yeah, like, there's no yeah, because the focus like we're right now, it's. Some jobs we do get a cut from it, but mm -hmm. the majority, but we, but we, the cut goes back into the company. It pays all the subscriptions that we need. Mm -hmm. It pays the the um, the vehicles we have under the company. Mm -hmm. Everything mm -hmm. like we don't get anything from it mm -hmm. because we rather build the company, get it to a point where, okay, they're doing commercial stuff, they're doing film stuff, mm -hmm. yeah. and get to the point where the gigs that bring in the big lump of cash yeah. start coming in. Yeah, because at, at that point, then. You know, that was the biggest thing for me and Andrew is, you know, when you start off, you're hustling. Mm -hmm. you're, 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 and I was living paycheck to paycheck, like really just hustling, right? Mm -hmm. And I wanted to get out of that because I didn't want to hustle no more. Yeah. I wanted to keep grinding, but I wanted to move towards something that was permanent and stable, mm -hmm. that was going to plant our feet in the ground mm -hmm. strong. And, you know, it didn't matter if something came in that was stronger even if we tilted over, we were still rooted strong and we couldn't fall. Mm -hmm. So that's what I wanted. And that's what we both wanted. Yeah. And it got, and now it's gotten to the point where we are very, we're very close to that. We are now at a point where I'm not saying that we're like rich. I, I don't define success by money. I, I think that me and him are extremely happy. We get to do the things that we want to do. Mm -hmm. We get to do the projects we want to do pay the people that help us and still at the end of every month be like, okay, we're good. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're not drowning on the water. Yeah. Which was, I w we lived like that for six years straight. It got very frustrating. It was taking a toll mentally on me because when you're in those positions, it doesn't matter, like you can try so hard and that was my biggest battle. I was trying so hard to think about money, but it's all that's hitting you in the face. Like, you, you, you know, bills come in, you're like, I was overdrafting every month by $200, $300. At one point I had reached like $1,000 overdraft. I literally didn't have the money. Mm. I didn't have it. And it wasn't until this year that I was able to recover. We were, we were told, I remember this so clearly because it was something that hit me so hard. I was being told when, you know, because Anthony came to the company like what, like a year after, I said, okay, we need to do this. Um, you have no business. They're, they were telling me you have no business in running a company. You have no business in creating a company right now. You don't have money, and it was so frustrating. So I'm like, I want to learn. No one wants to teach me. No one. I had to learn everything by myself. Mm -hmm. yeah. Learn how to register the company. Make sure that 
the tax code. Everything's up to date. How to write a check. How to write yeah. a check, how to create a bank account. You know, there were so many components on starting. And it was, at, at first it seemed very impossible. But the more I thought about it, I thought about it. There was no other option. This is the only thing I wanted to do. I wasn't going to go the college route. I didn't feel comfortable putting twenty, thirty thousand dollars into a school mm-hmm. that I know that I got nothing wrong with school. I just don't think that it's for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, especially when you're not. You know, school is there to make employees. I didn't want to be an employee. I wanted to be an investor. I wanted to go and you know help people out. And unfortunately, people might disagree, but it, it doesn't really do that as well. And you know what? The generation's changing. Mm-hmm. People are changing. You got people in Silicon Valley. People part of the one percent. People doing startups. Half of them don't even have a a a a, uh, a college degree. And the majority of them are very young. Yeah. yeah. So where our generation is moving towards that is a lot of there's kids starting million dollar companies. And they're let, they're under the age of eighteen. That that's insane. Because they're being consistent with their idea. They have an yeah. idea, and they don't let somebody else deter them from that. No matter how, it's funny because I guarantee when you guys were thinking it first, you knew you wanted to be in this position. Now you didn't know how you were going to get there, but yeah, you, but this you knew was, you this wanted was the to goal. be. Here. Yeah, yeah. And you see that. So before we kind of wrap up, what is the advice? Because I'm always I, I always ask you guys. You're so young, and I know you guys can help so many other young people that are that look at you guys. What is the advice that you can give to somebody that doesn't know any direction that they want to go in life? Seeing you, what is the message that you want to give out to whoever might be watching this that's younger than you guys or trying to get in your your arena of, of this profession? You want to go at it? Right. I think I think the biggest mistake anybody our age or I think anybody can make is compare what you have and compare what you've already won to every to everything else around you. I think the worst mistake you can make is compare your talent, your gifts, the things that God has given you mm-hmm. to everything that everybody else has. Mm-hmm. You have what you have because you fought for it. You you earned it and there's a passion and I think there's there's a lot of there's a there's there's a conversation that needs to be had where I rather be hated by who I am than loved by something that I am not. I rather people see, look I tell people all the time, the way you see me, I am like that with everybody else. Mm-hmm. And there's so much passion, and there's a lot of there's a lot of things that people don't necessarily want to really like look at. And I, and I tell people all the time, like you know, if people don't like you now for who you are, what makes you think they're like you for who you're trying to be? Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. You live your life for other people. Everybody has a destination. Mm-hmm. But you see the people who are living other people's dreams, people who are doing things for everybody else, they reach multiple destinations, but it's not their destination. Yeah. You wanna what you want you want the things that you want. Look, don't compare yourself to other people. Your story is not like everybody else. You didn't have the same hardships. You didn't have you didn't grow up the same way. You know, and every you know, I've had friends of mine that I've talked to and I think it's insane the amount of people that compare themselves to everybody else mm-hmm. I'm like why do you want to be like everybody else you might be rejected at first but that's good yeah you don't want to you don't want to grow up like everybody else i i can say here that the people in this room even the people recording were not like everybody else because if not we wouldn't be here we would have been doing the same thing that everybody else is doing outside and i can say gladly and gratefully that we're not yeah that no and, 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 and that's very true that's ex- that is very true for me because you get to the point where like, you don't grow up like everybody. Like, nobody has 
the same life as somebody else. Mm -hmm. Like your DNA is different. And no, you can't have, even me and Andrew don't have the same DNA. Yeah. And we're pretty, and people can't tell us apart. Yeah. We, I couldn't at first, by the way. <laughs> everybody, everybody grows up different, like you said. Everybody has a different process. Mm -hmm. Embrace your process. Here's the biggest thing. There's people right now that look, go on social media and say, damn, there's somebody that's 17, has already a million dollars, has a dream car, a dream house. You don't know what that person went through. Mm -hmm. You know the price they paid. Mm -hmm. Don't ask for the same thing because it's not yours. Exactly. Because guess what? What if what you want materially might be what he has, but what you're meant to be it's not him. Mm -hmm. It's what your process is going to lead you to. Yeah. So imagine having a road that you have to go through. And somebody tells you, hey, if you follow this road, this is going to take you to where you need to be. Not what you want to be, what you need to be. Mm -hmm. I believe everybody has a purpose. Mm -hmm. And the only way you find out your purpose, you have to go to whatever your process is. Mm -hmm. All the hard stuff, for me, I was getting kicked out of, the, getting kicked out of my house. Um, you know, going to a nine to five, even though I wanted to do the company, I went through the stuff. I, you know, being in a different country, not knowing my dad, so I was older. I I went through the stuff I needed to go to. To and we're still going through that process. Mm -hmm. And wherever we will land, it's wherever God wants us to be at. Mm -hmm. So, you take that road. But imagine going to that road, and on the other side of the median, there's another road, and cars are going a lot faster. So you jump on that road and you go a lot faster. But you end somewhere where, okay, I got here and it's like. And you skipped all the fun. You missed out on the opportunities. You missed out on the friendship and on the business relationship. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go so fast. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I look at certain people. I'm like, I don't, I don't see the point. Look, honestly, if this takes us another ten years to get to where we want to be, Fine. I'm okay because we we built the friendships, we built the relationships. We got to really slow down and soak everything in, mm -hmm. and and I I enjoy the process. I think the process is something that nobody should skip. I think you learn, you mature. You learn a lot of different things. You meet a lot of different people. But you and, have to embrace it. And you have yeah. to embrace it because the bad I, and the good. I've seen a lot of people that they want things done. Everybody, I think we've all been subjected to that. Mm -hmm. We see other people like, oh, I want to be just like that. And you know what? I think the most important thing I think from all of this is you gotta know who you are. You can't build it. And something you said once that I into this I should remember: you're no, you're Nolan Carroll, uh, Nolan Carroll first, and then your CEO second. Mm -hmm. You gotta be you first. You know, how can you build how can you build a company and say that, oh, this company's successful, this company's great when you don't even know who you are? Yeah. You know, that's I think at the beginning, I think that companies do good and they're strengthened by their CEOs, by their owners. Okay, and I think it's important that people, I think we have a big identity crisis. Mm. I think a lot of people are trying to be like everybody else. Everybody wants to be like this important person. Nobody wants to go like under the radar, mm -hmm. put in the work, and then come out later. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that Auntie and I have experienced and we're witnessing now. And I think that's something that, this, that's the process that we're going to undergo. Because you know what, I'm not interested in the fame. I'm not interested in, you know, people, you know, patting us in the back. We've done the good work. Yeah. You know, and the people who know us, they know that. And yeah, and there's something, and, it, and the reason why that's important for us, because nobody can come tell us, you guys didn't work hard, you guys have what you mm -hmm. have because you're lucky. Mm -hmm. No way. We things. worked our asses off for everything that we have. So nobody, no. at the end of the day, is self-satisfaction. We know what we did to be where we are, and nobody can take that away from us. Shoot, if anybody says anything different, tell them I said pull up, <laughs> for real. Because, you, you know, honestly, it's a testament to you guys, and it's very well said what you guys just said. I mean, 
delayed gratification is the best kind of definition for this because you know that at the end result will be the reward and you don't yeah. mind putting in the work. And you know, I, like I said, I appreciate you guys for all this. Every single thing of that you guys so. have done has been because of you guys. And of course, I can't forget Matt, but you guys yes. have definitely created something, not just with this, with YOLO, with shoot, I, there's other things I can't even speak there's about so on camera. Much. But man, I, I definitely appreciate you guys taking the time to be on this side of the camera now. Oh, we did talking it. With we you guys. did yeah, it, man. It's not that bad, Yeah, man. I was freaking out because I'm not used to being the person in, in front of the camera, mm -hmm. and that's always very weird because I would tell you, I, I don't even like hearing myself I know, talk I know. sometimes. I know. I'm like, I can't do this, I man. Know, but you guys got to get used to it. Exactly. You have to. Yeah. I, dude, we really do appreciate it, like Andrew said at the, big, at the very beginning. No problem, man. We look up to you, and you don't understand like how much you've helped us. Like I always tell Andrew, I'm like, bro, this is fun. And, like, this like it, fun. it's great. No, but it's crazy because like we're not even related, bro. And you have done so much more than Sally, some of our freaking family members. And, oh. and and I'd be like, I'd be like, man, like you opened the doors to your house, bro. Like you know your family, and you got us involved in things where you didn't have to, yeah. and you did, and you know you believed in us, and that for me, it's more important than money or anything else is the opportunity and the fact that you opened up and everybody and I've heard this from everybody you brought onto this podcast especially with Marcus he even said it I am forever in debt to you because you gave me my opportunity yeah. to That's grow true. so I am I am in the same we are in the same position it's like, all we about feel you like guys that. growing and it's taking your opportunities which you guys have done I, I never asked you guys for anything at all and I'm glad you guys take that opportunity and you put the energy into every single project. It doesn't matter how big or how small. You can be taking a picture of my dog. Let's try and set up the lights. Let's make sure this is right so we can get his image. It's just a dog. But you guys do it to the best of your abilities and that's what's gonna pay off down the road. So I definitely thank you guys for coming on. Probably have to do this again because we're gonna have more projects. Everything's gonna get bigger. And yep. I'm gonna interview you guys because you're gonna be doing a movie one day. So I'm definitely yes. looking forward to that. So yep. I appreciate you guys for being on Conversation with Carol. Of course, bro. And uh, thank you, man. Thank yeah, you man. Definitely. Thank you, bro. Definitely. Cool. That's a cut. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.